Welcome to Warriors of Wazdi. We are the Kings of QWERTY, the Regionals of RAM, the Dukes of Display Monitors, the Czars of Zero Latency, the Swim Team of Steam, the Gringos of Game Pass, the Mother Teresa of Mods, and part of the PC Pastor Race. I am Middle Click Mike. I am with Alt Tab Adam and Diesel Only Dan. Why am I always car parts, Mike? Because I secretly dream of a computer made out of car parts. Isn't it obvious? Yeah, and hey. I sound like the next kind of fringe political belief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I lean more to the alt tab. Yeah, that, that's funny. Would you <laughs> would you feel better as an alt F four, Adam? Um, I think it's less the tab and more the alt. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I am open to a words that are mean computer things. We'll figure it out. Anywho, we're here to talk about the intellectual, philosophical, quizzical, relational, and historical parts of PC gaming. Because PC gaming has 40 plus years of content, it would not be far off to say that we could do 40 plus years of episodes. And so we are part of a network called Campus 180. It's a safe, loving, and passionate Christian community that wants to draw people to good talks and greater life skills. Uh, college students, young adults, head over to 180FUN, O-N-E 80FUN on Discord. Link will be in the bio, of course, or we have a Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash 180fun180fun, and come hang out with us. And if you're listening to us and you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating. Subscribe to us so that we can share the love with others. Whether you're listening on Apple, Android, Spotify, Ham Radio, Seance. <laughs> seance. That'd be cool if they did. I would. I kind of want to hear that story, but you know, maybe not. It would scare me just a little. Yeah. No. Amen. Yes. Anyways, you know, usually we break into the icebreakers, um, mm -hmm. and it's about what you're playing. But you know, I wanted. To, I don't want to hear what you've been playing. I want to hear oh. your opinion. Yeah. Oh. All right. So. First question of our icebreaker is, what is your least graphically impressive game that is still lots of fun? Oh, man. Um, for me, it's probably the stream slash indie darling that kind of took the world by storm in 2021, Phasmophobia. Um, that is a game that literally just looks like Gary's mod. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I mean, it runs like it's in beta because it is in beta. Um, but golly, it's so much fun. Um, you know, it's it's really, you know, it's real scary. And the the AI in it is just, it's real, it's real unique. Like it, it picks up on your your comms. So if, if you're playing with people and you have a headset, um, you know, you you actually have to like keep quiet if you don't want the ghost to find you. Um, and yeah, you know, it's it's tons of fun. Graphically, you know, uh, you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna win any awards, but it's <laughs> it, it's great. I love it. Yeah. I'm sure it could play on my computer just fine. Yeah, uh, there's 
the run button in that game makes you move from a crawl to a limp. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What fun. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great game. Um it literally looks like someone's um uh someone took like a flash like a, a flash game and then put it in an Unreal Engine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dan, ugly game that you like. An ugly game that I like. Um so a couple of things pop up into my mind. Um, I I think the game that stands out to me the most. Um, I I guess is a game called Noida. Um, mm-hmm. it's it's a what is it sixteen pixel style game (laughs) um 2d scroller uh and and you run around you collect wands and then you can uh rearrange the the spells or whatever inside the wands to make more and more powerful wands Uh, and you just go through this uh it's it's a roguelike uh isometric game so it's just uh a lot of fun a lot of exploring Try not to get hit by the billion of wand bullets coming at you, um, and, and I I think it's just a, a whole lot of fun, uh, but also really frustrating. So uh, I rage quit maybe ha- every half an hour, <laughs> every <Yeah>. thirty seconds. <laughs> uh, wizard hell. Is oh, that yeah. a genre of game? <laughs> Definitely not wizard heaven. <laughs> so I have to go with my classic. Like this is the poster child of the decent game that has no right to be good. And that is Wrestling Revolution. Which it's a bunch of parody of famous wrestlers circa 2013, 2016. Like, has over a hundred wrestlers, and all these wrestlers look slightly better than N64. It looks like an N64, but with like someone running 4K technology through it. Um, I remember a time when this game you could make either a female or male wrestler, and the female like body parts were just the male body parts. Um, like same pectorals too, so that just got really awkward, and <laughs> un- it made me uncomfortable. Like, like this female has Randy Savage's chest, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. But yeah, the mm. game is made by someone named M. Dickey, and he loves making like these choice-based video games. Okay, um, so. He he loves wrestling, but he also made a, a boxing career game. Um, he made a game where you get to follow Jesus Christ to the cross and make choices. He made a game where you have to find like Nirvana through the wheel of suffering. Uh, he made a game where you 
I'm not sure. It's like a talk show game where you have to make choices in a talk show, and I think you can, like, get yourself hurt. Uh, He made a prison life game, which uses the same, like, fighting engine as the wrestling game, but you're in prison. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, this guy, he loves, like, decision tree making in his games. So, uh, so in a, a single wrestling career, you can, like, team up. You can switch to, like, four different companies. You can wrestle so hard that you lose a limb. You can wrestle a guy until he dies. And then you, And then you can do, like, a... You can do... Like, the next event would be his tribute show. So after you've killed him, you can do the tribute show to him. Exactly. Um, you can come out of the closet as one of your promos. You can make fun of the fans. You can diss the wrestling business. You can do so many things in this game. And it's just like no wrestling game has even tried this even to an nth degree. So um, I love what M. Dickey does, even though his games make me uncomfortable graphically. <laughs> So I'm I'm gonna double dip a little bit, Mike. Uh, I just thought of another game uh, graphically that is very disconcerting to me. Yeah. Uh, it's called Vampire Survivor. Uh, you okay. were just talking about um, how <laughs> the, the people's bodies just look super weird. Yes. Uh, and Vampire uh, Survivor, you're a survivor of a vampire kidnapping and you have to try and survive in his world until he eventually comes and kills you. Uh, but the people just look like blobs with cloaks on them running around. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, my, only... that's my favorite graphic style. Yeah, <laughs> blob with a cloak. And the yeah. only way you can tell them apart is by the color of the cloak they're wearing. <laughs> Brutal. That's my kind of game. Brutal. I uh, I really like. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's Nidhog. Nidhog. I think it's yeah, a yeah, German yeah. word. You know, the first one was like in television graphics, uh, where two guys are just having like a fencing battle, trying to get supremacy over sword fighting. And then the second one like went up to these '90s gutter punk graphics where you have, like, these really ugly characters that look like they just attended a Nirvana show. And they're also fighting and beheading each other. And I thought, you know, it's a really fun game. Like, you could easily get an hour with your friends from it, but it's just kind of hard to see. That's great. I love that. Yeah, and, I mean, if everyone's getting one more, I'll put my... (laughs) I'll do I'll do my last one, um, uh, a game called Slay the Spire. I mean, don't get, me, don't get me wrong, the art I personally love the art style, but it's it definitely looks it's like a two D game, and it, it on the surface it just looks kind of like simplistic or like a mobile game, um, but don't let the simplicity of the graphics fool you. There's a depth to the gameplay, and if you like. Um, games like Clank or um, you know deck builders like that, you'll love Slay the Spire. Mm. 
I do love me some deck builders. Can confirm. Uh, Lots of fun. So let's let's flip the script. What is a graphically excellent game that kind of stinks? Oof. Um, I have I have a list of three games mm-hmm. that I haven't personally played, but they they're kind of renowned renowned to be graphically good, but they're kind of um, hit or miss for people. So I mean I don't unless you guys just don't have anything in mind I'll wait so I don't maybe step on some toes. I I can't I I gotta think a little bit. Okay okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, Whenever... I'll go then if that's okay, Mike. Yeah, go right ahead. Um, the first thing that came to mind was Death Stranding. That game mm. looks incredible, but the the gameplay is. Um, <laughs> suspect at best. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. Can anybody tell me what the point of that game was? Can anyone tell me <laughs> the plot of that game? No, nobody knows. Uh, yeah. I, you know that 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 is a hundred percent just a, a weird passion project from Hideo Kojima, and um, yeah, no, bad game looks great. Um, this one, this one might be controversial, but Final Fantasy 15, I mean, the game looks mm. beautiful. Uh, it's not for me. It looks really boring. Is that uh, the newest one or the second the newest so. one? I think it's the newest one. I think it's the newest one. They just I, came uh, out with like a it's, trailer it's one, for... It's like, the one it's, with, um, all the ones that look like they're all in, K- in a K-pop band. They yeah, and they drive around yes. in a convertible. Yeah, that one. I don't. No, because there's. Because uh, that came out in twenty. When did that come out? Oh. I'm going on to Google. We uh, have to assume that a Final Fantasy game comes out once a week. Uh, yeah, twenty sixteen. So I I don't know what the most recent one is, but. Yeah, right. <laughs> it feels like, one comes out. I think. The most recent one was the the remake, the remaster of seven. Yeah, yeah but... and then sixteen's been teased. It hasn't been released yet. But it yeah, has that been one in... looks like a in a Dark Souls. I think they jumped on the Dark Souls wagon from yeah. what I've seen. Yeah, no, I mean it looks it looks impressive, but yeah, no Final Fantasy fifteen, just not not my cup of tea. Um, yeah, no, uh, and uh, the the third one I have, uh, and I didn't play this game. I don't I don't think anybody played this game, but do you guys remember Anthem? <laughs> I played it. I played it for like a good hour. <laughs> Man, uh, talk about a game that was dead on arrival. Um, yeah, it's... I mean, visually, it looks really cool, and the idea of running around in a power suit seems really fun uh, until you realize that you don't get to do anything fun. <laughs> uh, no. Um, but my my number one choice, my, my actual pick, was uh, Just Cause 4. I picked it up in the Ooh. game store. I thought it was going to be really fun. I was really excited. I got into the game. Super boring. Not fun at all. How mm. how long did it take 
for you to figure out that it was boring? Um, I played for like two and a half hours. Uh... Yeah, like two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't get I didn't find it boring, but I can definitely see why it wasn't a step forward. <laughs> yeah, it just I don't know. It didn't. Like it didn't have any of the fun or the charm of a uh, what's it called? Uh, what are they called? It, one just came out this year with what's this name? Open World. Yeah. No, yeah. Games. Yeah. No. The um. What's the one where you the the dude's like parachuting on? He's like on a group trip with his friends, and uh, he gets Far Cry. Far Cry. Yeah. It doesn't have any of the the fun running gun of a far cry. It mm-hmm. just felt like there were just so many controls and the, the physics just felt too ambitious and the the campaign was just meh and I don't know. It was it was fine. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. no. It didn't it didn't feel like the uh the sandbox of destruction I was promised. Yeah. Right. So I just thought of the uh uh, of my game, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. Um, so it's a game that's been um long been talked about online. It's a space. It's a little space adventure game called Eve Online. Um, graphically, it's everything you can imagine it to be. Like flying by uh, these beautiful galaxies these planets and uh solar system uh the solar system and uh a bunch of other solar or another other systems whatever whatever they're called uh but it's literally just a click interface basically (laughs) game uh it's everything you could imagine a uh, road trip to be, except you're not going anywhere in real life. Uh, <laughs> you're just looking at a bunch of blank space go before you as you slowly fly around the galaxies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were moments in Shenmue where I'm like that, uh, where it just feels like you're doing someone else's uh, work shift. <laughs> but you're not making money. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. It's it's along the same lines as like flight simulator, where you can like uh, pretend you're flying a like seven four seven until you realize flight times are equivalent to real life. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and without a dogfight, of course. Yeah, and without yeah. a dogfight. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's how I feel also about Elite Dangerous, too. So, you see, I love Elite Dangerous, so... When was the last time you played yeah. it? Uh, that's that's fair enough. I haven't played it in a little bit. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So, I have to choose between Starlink um, or Elite Dangerous, and I chose Starlink. And Starlink has, like... Star, it's considered one of the best Star Fox games. <laughs> Ironically, even though it's not an officially a Star Fox game, it just has the characters and like a small story. But there's that that part where you have to travel to different planets and you have to do it in real time. 
and it could take i know it doesn't feel like it's that long but it's like two minutes of hyper drifting um mm-hmm. till you get to that planet and you're like really i mean i guess there was a little stuff i could do and you know exploring the dead vastness of space is kind of fun but <laughs> do i have to do this every time yeah no for sure and that's one of the things i'm actually most worried about for for uh for Starfield, um, the the new uh, Bethesda game coming out, um, you know, because it's it's you know a space RPG, and the, the you know, so I'm I'm worried because I, I really want it to be good. I like Bethesda games, and we'll talk a little bit about it in the news section. But um, yes, yeah, that's that's definitely something I am worried about. Well, speaking of it. Adam, tell us about the news. <laughs> Beautiful. What a transition. Um, well, Michael, as you and I'm sure our listeners will know, this past weekend was the Xbox Bethesda um, just State of the Union. Uh, they kind of just updated us on what's to come. And, you know, a lot of things got shared. Um, some things come into the Xbox Game Pass. Um updates about games like Starfield that we were just talking about. But what I want to talk about today, and I I really wanted to talk about something more PC-related as opposed to, like, you know, mm-hmm. Xbox-y. Um, well, and whatever I comes know... to the Xbox usually comes right to the PC, so... Yeah, right, right. Um, and I, I know that Fallout 76 is more of a... is also on... Um, console but uh i primarily think of fallout 76 as a pc game what about you guys well yeah i mean if you love pc you don't want to see it get hurt so your brain automatically says that's a console game because my my pc would never make that mistake Mm -hmm. um so the the news that i wanted to talk about and maybe shape the the conversation is um, during the uh, the um, you know the Bethesda stuff, they announced uh, that Fallout 76 is getting an expansion, another one about the pit. Um, I don't know if you guys know too much about Fallout 3, um, but the pit was um, part of an expansion there, so they're kind of getting some um, some nostalgia fat points there. But um, you know, all things considered, um, I think if you were to ask the average gamer, they would say that. Um, Fallout 76 is kind of a dead game, no? Yeah. Now, here's my here's my hot take. Mm. Um, there was a time when I urged everyone in this group to get uh, the Elder Scrolls Online game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just solidified the fact that Elder Scrolls bores the junk out of me. <laughs> it feels so it feels so bread and butter. You know, walk up, hit these crabs. Maybe I'm not an MMO kind of guy, but... Um, well, no, I'm going to say for sure I'm not really an MMO guy. But, like, Elder Scrolls does, like, a two, 2x two damage modifier to my hatred of MMOs. Fair enough. Anyways, you were saying. No, it's fine. I mean, yeah, what do you think? Fallout 76, dead game? I never played it. 
uh, even on release. Um, and the fact that I just haven't heard anything about Fallout 76 until, uh, well, basically, well, basically it felt like six months after the game released was the last time I heard anyone talk about it. And that was after Bethesda begrudgingly, uh, made a bunch of updates to the game. Uh, at least that's what it felt like to me. Um, and ever since those quality of life changes that they did to it, it just disappeared into the void. And I'm assuming no one plays it anymore because everyone hopped over to um, uh, Elden Ring and all those, like, they just moved on to the next bigger and better things. And uh, if we're going to talk about MMOs, they probably hopped over to Final Fantasy fourteen, and then uh, when that next WoW expansion came out, uh, they hopped over to uh, WoW or World yeah. Warcraft. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, uh, so I'm I'm willing to bet that it's a dead game at this point. Yeah, for sure, and I, I'm I'm sure that there are plenty of you know diehard fans that might mm-hmm. still play it, but. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that leads me to my my final and big question about this. You know, the the news is like, how do you guys feel about game studios kind of just, you know, rather than putting out new games that people want to play, like Elder Scrolls Six or Starfield, there it feels like they're putting all their time and effort into these, you know, these um, these live service games like Fallout seventy six. Um, you know, GTA Five Online, like all these games. Instead of you know, Rockstar's never gonna release a, a GTA Six in our lifetime. Um, they're just gonna keep updating, you know, GTA Five. Um, yeah. So, like, how, what what do you guys think? How do you guys feel about? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you guys feel about this? I personally need to love a game that I don't think I've ever loved a game so much where I can handle 15 years of expansions and updates like that's just not my that's not my character like um i go back to old games to see if i still love them i try out new indie games um i can i can live a life off of indie games i can live a life off of triple a games i just you know i can't be that one game guy Mm mm-hmm I yeah. So I I agree with that, Mike. I'm the same exact mm-hmm. way, except I have a couple of games that I always default back to. Um two of which are League of Legends and Apex right now. Those are my two like default games and maybe Stardew Valley is my my third default game that I'll play. Uh, but then I'll I'll go on and I'll play like uh, 50, 60 hours of uh, Lost Ark, or I'll play 50, 60 hours of uh, I don't know. Let's go onto my Steam page um, of Paladins or Monster Hunter sure. Rise, whatever Monster Hunter World, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it a, is at that point. You have pet games that you go back to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, my my core games are. Those three, Apex, League, and uh, Stardew. But anyways, um, like going back to all these 
developers focusing all their time and energy onto one game, it makes sense upper management-wise to make that decision. Uh, like, I can understand why the president, not president, what's that position called? The person who owns the company. CEO? Um, yeah, the CEOs uh, of, like, Bethesda or whatever uh, makes that decision because, like, how long has Skyrim been been around? An eternity. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, and they're still selling copies for, for, for full price uh, because of how popular it is still. Um, True. And it's it's less so of a uh, i think a little bit of a money grab uh a little bit of it's easier to build upon something that already exists rather than trying to create something new um and um they just don't want to make um uh, gambles aren't on things and they want to play it safe so i i think it it makes sense upper management wise but it sucks player wise i believe um oh absolutely yeah but i feel like they're they're like they're playing to the twitch streamers like those guys will play the same game 60 6000 hours and well, you know they're make they're making money off of it of course they're going to love the new stuff mhm well but, so funnily enough about that um there's there's a couple of guys that talk about like the quote unquote twitch meta um and they always like have a default game that they'll go back to uh whether that be apex league um now it's um among us uh but they they just like have their pet game that they play then they just wait for the next thing to blow up and they'll jump onto that and then they'll go back to their default game yeah yeah but yeah that that plays into exactly what you were saying like like they'll play 100 hours 200 hours of uh, one game and then just kind of oh hey this new thing's blowing up I'll play it for a couple of seconds to get some more views then I'll go back to playing the same thing right no, no doubt that the the uh, Fallout 76 is going to be trending in the top 10 for a month or so it's going to give all those doctor disrespects and pokey mains and <laughs> All those people are gonna they're gonna they're gonna get a bump in popularity because they're playing the hot new game. And so it's it's a you scratch my back, I scratch your back kind of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally, totally agree. Yeah, and I I'm just bummed because I, I think it's also we're we're also now in the age of like game companies being like, Okay, hey, you should pre order our game and then lo and behold you get you know cyberpunk <laughs> and it's an unfinished game but you paid full msrp and now you know <laughs> a year and a half later it's still not a complete game 
and you're still waiting for updates that are never going to come. And yeah, you know, it's it's you no, know, it's it's hard to to to, to trust you know, AAA titles coming out like that nowadays. Even outside yeah. of AAA titles, uh, we can go back to Apex. They uh, recently lost, what was it, a couple of developers, like um, the developer, game developers, uh, going into this next season. Um, so that, that even makes one of my pet games a little bit of a uh, iffy grounds right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I would still say, I would still say Apex is a, a AAA title. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 made by the people that it's yes. respawn, so the people that made like Titanfall and stuff like that. I would say it's a AAA team. But and you know what, that game is putting a shadow over. Uh, what is it called? There's another EA title that's like multiplayer. It's like Rocket something, Rocket Launchers. Rocket. Um, no, it's not Rocket League. It's a bunch of kids with rocket launchers just shooting each other. Um, and, you know, I always want to try that. And I always rocket want to Arena. try Rocket Arena. Yes. Okay, Rocket Arena. And then there's that dodgeball one where you you run around a city throwing dodgeballs at people. Yeah, I want to. I, wanna I really want to play that. You know, and I, I think we should be advocates for those because, you know, Apex can walk on its own two legs, but those other two games, they might need our help. Well, it's true. But I would. It, it's so much fun. Apex is actually fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and along the same lines of like these ridiculous games, Splatoon. Like, I want to try playing Splatoon. It or is Splatoon. a fun game. Splatoon 2 and number three is coming out soon. There's a second and a third one? <laughs> Eventually, yes, a third one's coming out. Um, can I just... I know this is unprofessional to say over the air, but can I get you guys to play Serious Sam 4? I just think we'd have so much fun. And uh, the Steam sale's coming soon. And I'm just a Serious Sam fan. There, I said it. I'll, I'll um, definitely I, yeah, take a I, look. I know nothing about the Serious Sam. Like, I've never played them. I know they exist. I know they're a cult favorite. Um, yeah, if it's on sale, I'll give it a go. Mindless yeah. fun. You need two buttons. The left joystick and the firing button. And you're good. Uh, you probably need to aim, too. I take that back. Yeah, well, I'll take a look at it. Was it Serious Sam 4? Serious Sam 4, yep. Yeah, let's, uh, let's make it happen. Yeah, we, I mean, we just came up with a list of new Twitch games. So, Sam, I don't know if you're listening. Make it happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. but, Rip and tear. Yeah. So what do you guys, was that our philosophy? Was that our game philosophy or did we want to add anything? That was our game news. That was our game news. <laughs> was our game news. So It felt like philosophy. Uh, yeah, right, we got into I, it. I felt philosophized, but Dan, you also have a philosophy we should look at. Uh, so my, my game philosophy that I was thinking of 
is uh, I I guess we could keep this a little shorter. Yeah, we can go for as long as we want, uh, really. But what do we think of uh, game crossovers? So uh, we we always see like book crossovers into movies, and we see how that plays out sometimes. And then uh, we see like now we're seeing game crossovers to TV. What do you guys think of board game crossovers to video games? All right. So, uh, here's so my... like they're uh, like I have Ticket to Ride and Carcassonne uh, through I think it's the Epic Game Store. It could be through somewhere else. I don't quite remember. Um, and there's like Monopoly and Uno that's online too. So uh, what what do you guys think? So here's my journey with that. So I go to a board game store. I see $150 Gloomhaven. And then I say, you know what? I can never afford that. And I don't have friends who want to come to my house. So I go on Steam. And I look up Gloomhaven to play. And then I was like, well, you know, as long as I'm playing a video game, why don't I just play, uh, you know, a hack and slash fantasy game that I like? And then I end up just playing like torchlight and mm-hmm. that that that's my cycle every time <laughs> um oh this is a this is a great question dan um i definitely appreciate it especially because i i brought up uh, mm-hmm. uh play the spire earlier um you know i i think some games in some formats um lend themselves really well to a, a video game um style where there's just um, especially games with a lot of board upkeep, things like um, Lords of Waterdeep, which is like a worker placement game, um, was in- incredibly fun and intuitive to play on the PC and on um, iPad and stuff like that. Um, Slay the Spire, I think Uno is incredible on uh, on PC. Um, <laughs> Monopoly, I think games that are kind of like slow and then get sped up, I think are, are really good. Um, but then there are just some games that um, I think just are are risk. I think risk is really good. I think there's some games that are just impossible to get the same experience. Mm-hmm. Um, games like games with really, especially with really awesome minis, like yeah. um, you True. know, like Blood Rage or um, Rising Sun, or you know, those games with really awesome minis. Um, uh, so you know, I I just don't think they can get recreated, and just the time commitment. And then the last thing is is games that take a really long time commitment. Like you're like Eclipse, you know, mm-hmm. which takes like you know three or four hours to play. Like you're just not going to be able to do that on a PC. Um, I mean, you could, but it's just like it's just not feasible. Um, mm-hmm. But for me personally, the reason that I just prefer physical board games, and I you know I have a collection. I, you know, I have maybe. 40 plus board games um is that for the same reason that i you know i i prefer to buy like physical copies like uh one like i don't want you know like if someday the steam servers shut down you know i'm gonna lose my entire library of stuff you know and if if i if i spend money on it i want to be able to have it and to keep it and just you know shove it into whatever you know, game system I have and, and not have to worry about it, not having a server to run on. Um, True. And, um, 
board games are just nice to look at and smell and touch and uh, yeah no I, I just prefer physical a physical copy yeah and they they also provide just like uh, people coming over uh, I know that's a little bit uh, controversial right now having people over at your house uh, nah, I don't think it's that controversial now oh well here in uh at least in New York where we are, it's not that controversial. I know I know some other places um internationally and uh like around the country, a couple of other places um are still a little controversial over that. Um like I know Japan is only just considering opening their borders again. Um they've been closed since the start of the pandemic. Uh so their borders have been closed uh for um what's it called um tourism and immigration they've been closed for four years now um but regardless um ow oh i just punched my table ah (laughs) he gets so angry Uh, but it's it's um it's a good thing to have you know at the middle of the table uh say we're playing blood rage or whatever uh it's a, it's a good like centerpiece for you guys uh for me to sit and like look at and interact with as i'm like talking and hanging out with friends and uh like eating some good food uh i have my iced tea i have my uh you know my sweet chili doritos um and i'm i'm yelling at mike to uh hurry up and take his turn uh and and yeah. like you can do that online, but it's another thing when I can like pick up a Dorito and throw it at him. Right, hundred yeah. percent. Doing it online is a sign of anger and aggression, <laughs> and doing it in person is cute and playful. Mm-hmm. That right, being right. said, don't. Uh, I'm not saying that online stuff like friendships aren't real because I know I've. I have a friend in Florida and a couple other places that I play with and uh, yell at, but no, no. With board online, games, it's a whole other thing. Yeah, online online friends definitely exist and uh, and are real friends. Um, but yeah, no, board yeah, board games I think are just made to be played in person, and I think there are some exceptions, but I think there's they're more exceptions to the rule rather than like mm-hmm. hard and fast. Yeah. However, what? what I do uh, last slide, I, I want you to, to finish what you're going to say, Mike. I'm sorry. Is I like it when games, um, like video games, have board game elements in them, like XCOM. You know, where it's like, like oh, it's turn-based, right. it's strategy. Um, yeah. So I, I I like I like those aspects. Mm-hmm. So here's uh, those board games off of your Android or iPhone are actually pretty good. I played one deck dungeon and you know, I like to play a lot of games that are one player just to see, cause if you know, you can't test them by yourself, you don't want to figure out that the game sucks when you're actually with a bunch of friends. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I tried one player, one deck dungeon, like as the, as the physical copy. And it is so much like just counting dice and trying to remember which dice does what, and trying to keep your, you know, you're trying to take care of your stats and like you're using up so much brain power trying to remember things that, and you know, and then I played it on the Android 
and um, you know it, it calculates it all for you and the game goes like 10 times faster um, so you know I have to say that is a positive thing also I noticed that when you play a game digitally um, you play it with a different strategy almost because you don't have like all the pieces in front of you and you don't have as much time to think or at least you tell yourself that <laughs> so I was actually a lot worse um, in single player one deck dungeon in the in the digital version than the physical version also I, I like to bend a lot of the rules <laughs> when I'm playing by myself so yeah no, fair, totally enough. fair enough. Right there with you. Right there with you. Oh, have you heard of the like? It's a it's a video game that's. It plays like a board game, but it's only a video game. It's called Armello. Armello. It's like no. these animals, and they're dressed up as like knights or wizards or monks, and it has like this castle in the center of the board, and uh, this evil, wicked king. Um, his madness like spreads over the kingdom, and depending on which beautiful. animal you pick, you have to uh, you have like a different uh, you have like a different uh, objective. It's very interesting. It's like art imitating life, imitating art, or something. <laughs> no, it looks <laughs> beautiful. It looks really cool. Yeah. And it looks like there's a massive community behind it. Just going through some of the images, uh, there's a bunch of tier lists of different stuff. Uh, like there's ones talking about uh, which animal would get annoyed uh, at having to pay a ticket or a fine. Yeah, that, the game so, has a lot of lore to it. And I'm so surprised. I, To my knowledge, no one has said, hey, we should turn this into a board game. And you think it would be, like, an easy, easy idea just to, like, a no-brainer. But mm. I don't think anyone's done that. No, no. I don't I don't think so. No, I, I also like it when video games get turned into board games. So there's, like, <laughs> a, there's a, a, Witcher, a Witcher board game that's coming out pretty soon that I backed on Kickstarter. Uh, it's made by the, the same company that did The Witcher. It's all licensed. Um, yeah, or there's like an XCOM board game. Uh, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's a bunch. There's a, a Dark Souls board game that, um, you know, you play it's, with these miniatures and uh, it's the just as hard as the like, game. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. Um, yeah, the bosses have like attack patterns on the board, um, and you have to like adjust your movements and stuff. You gotta, you still gotta time it based on turns and stuff. It's, it's really cool. It's really. It's really intuitive, um, but yeah, I know. I, I think board games and video games are, will always—they're like they're like cousins, right? They're they're like related, and sometimes you're like, oh yeah, like you know, you know this, you know, my first cousin on this side, he's really cool, and I, I, you know, I, I mess with him. Like I, I, I like having him around. I really enjoy playing, you know, with him. And sometimes you have that cousin, you're just like, why does this exist? <laughs> and you're like, you know, and I think that's the relationship between board games and video games. Sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss, but they're kind of related. Yeah. The fun thing about the, the XCOM has its own board game, 
uh, but you have to download you have to download an app to play it so it's kind yeah. of like a reverse <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's, it's yeah you have to go digital to play the board game you have to play the board game to go digital yeah, real big I... uh, chicken and egg stuff right there <laughs> for sure and you know among my board game playing friends um this is like the the topic of discussion of like what's like we're we're definitely we're more board gamey um but like being like what's the next kind of innovation innovative step for board games and it's it's exactly what you're talking about it's like that step into a a multimedia space where they're you're using apps you're using um you know the audio visual stuff to go along with with board games to enhance experiences so mm -hmm. no it's you know it's it, you know day is coming where they're kind of just you know, mixing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, there's already a couple of them out, like Mansions of Madness. Um, and uh, Forgotten Waters, that's another great one. Of just uh, the board games uh, getting these multimedia um, aspects added to them. Mm. Like in Mansions of Madness... Uh, you have puzzles that you have to complete, but you can do it. Uh, some of those puzzles you have to do on the computer or like a uh, uh, iPad. And in Forgotten Waters, all of the story is derived from uh, audio cues from an uh, iPad. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited to see that. But uh, seeing as how we're we're trying to keep this to a timetable and not talk for three hours at you guys. Uh, I, I think we've talked through uh, at least the, the idea of board games to video game crossovers uh, for a little bit. Yeah, I think we, I think we, we nailed, we, we, we nailed this kind con this conversation. Yes. We can mm -hmm. put it to bed forever. Forever. We'll never <laughs> come back to it ever. Yes. Yeah. Never, ever. <laughs> Which brings so me... So what games do you have for us, Mike? Well, we have enough time to do one. I can do my show and tell, which uh, Adam and I are famous and have a lot of fun with our this particular show and tell. Or I can do a new PC quiz. Um, so we can end on a happy note or a happier note. <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, Mike. Then maybe this is this is up to you, uh, and maybe this is breaking the uh, the third wall a little bit. Um, but I have a little extra time today, so <gasps> I'm good for I'm, I'm good for a little bit until maybe uh, for you know I can give us another maybe 20 minutes. Yes. Okay. All right, guys. We're gonna do it. Strap on your helmets. Okay. All right. For our PC quiz, we are gonna play a brand new game called Let's Make a Wazdi. Yay. <laughs> Okay. This is like let's make a deal. Mm -hmm. But you are making um you guys I'm going to give you a vague explanation of a famous game or maybe not so famous. Um and so each of you are going to get four vague explanations of games. And one of these games you have to say is worth 10 cents. One of these games you have to value at $10. One of these games you have to value at a hundred dollars, and one you have to value at a thousand. 
and so I won't reveal those games until you until you tell me uh, until you've come up with the prices for each. But you got you guys get to you guys get to be your own used game store and come up with uh, uh, bad prices for games. Beautiful. So run that by me again. It was ten cents, a dollar. Or ten cents, ten dollars, a hundred dollars, and a thousand dollars. Perfect. Um, so when and when I say a thousand dollars, the only games that come to mind that I think are a thousand dollars is like the Super Nintendo uh, inbox <laughs> copy of Earthbound. Yep. So. So Adam, you get to go first. I came up with four games for you and four games for Dan. Okay. We were supposed to have a special guest, but I I have this odd feeling that maybe he doesn't know that we're the Eastern time zone. Um but that's neither here nor there. So Adam, your first vague game is mm-hmm. uh wood and swampland creatures trekking Speedily across beautiful landscapes. Ooh. All right. Do you want me to go okay. through the whole games and then yeah, you yeah, kind of? Yeah. Okay. So the second game is a habitual smoker loves traveling through ductwork. Okay. Uh, your third game is Peyton Manning throws something hard at a kid in a wheelchair. <laughs> and your fourth uh, game is. Violent museum lover kills Italians and dinosaurs for museum purposes. Man, I mean these these games all sound incredible. <laughs> um, can I can I try and guess? Or should I... You know, you can you can like make wild guesses yeah and maybe maybe for the most part i think you might be able to get a few of these um but it'll be it'll be based on your pricing too actually you know what don't guess until after you price them and i tell you the answers and then you can tell me how close you are beautiful okay um let's see i mean the game that sounds the most interesting to me is um you know the museum guy destroying things in dinosaurs right like that's the most interesting one yes um uh give me that that that's got to be a thousand dollars right that's just a that's a winning formula to me that 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 hits me where i live a thousand bucks all right Um, then um i mean the the peyton manning one um (laughs) Man, I mean, that just the Peyton Manning one, and then the 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 ductwork cigarette or cigar smoking. Um, yes. Let's see. I, just the Peyton Manning one. It just sounds like a game that I would rather play than the the, the other two. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna price that one at a hundred. Um, okay. The, Good. The ductwork cigar smoking guy, or mm-hmm. and then the the first one he said was a dude's in a swamp. Yeah, wood um, and swamp land animals trekking speedily across beautiful landscapes. Um, I mean, I don't want to give that one the ten cents, but it just doesn't. I don't. I'm not getting too much from it. 
Um, I'm gonna put that one at ten cents, and then the guy smoking a cigar at a at a dollar. Uh, I have a, a vague feeling you about the what ten dollars, but yeah. it's yeah, the ten dollars. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Museum guy at a thousand. Um, Peyton Manning throwing to kids in wheelchairs at a hundred. Uh, cigars in vents, ten cents or ten dollars, and then Swamp Friends is at ten cents. All right, so let's go over what you just bought. Yes. So you went to the store, and you just bought the first one: wood and swampland animals trekking speedily across beautiful landscapes. You just bought Sonic Heroes for ten cents. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> that's about yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a hundred percent right. And then, then, um, you had to talk down. Uh, the habitual smoker loves traveling through ductwork. Uh, you bought Metal Gear Solid for ten dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I figured. Mm-hmm. And then you were getting really greedy. Yeah, uh, Peyton Manning throws something hard at a kid in a wheelchair. Uh, that's backyard football. You yeah, just got hundred dollars. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> that's worth uh, every penny. That's a hundred bucks right there. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, violent museum lover kills Italians and dinosaurs for museum purposes. You just bought the original Tomb Raider for a thousand dollars. Nice. That's what I thought. I mean, hey. So, oh. Go for it. Uh, I mean, that's what I thought. I mean, yeah. My 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 mind is. I'm at peace. I made the right decisions. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was going to be Max Payne uh, for what? whatever reason. The last? Why? He doesn't work for a museum. Maybe he Does loves he... museums. Oh, no, he's know. an art collector or something, right? No, he's a cop. He's a no? straight-up cop. <laughs> Is Max Payne the guy that jumps out of the helicopter and they just made a movie about it? No, that's Uncharted. No? That's Uncharted. Uncharted. Sorry, I thought it was Uncharted. Yeah, Max Charted. Not a dirty cop that takes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Uncharted. All right. Um, Dan, here's your four games. Okay. So, your first game is Flying Sonar Rodent apprehends a children's entertainer. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> your your second game is Mutated Bodybuilder has six hour tantrum. Um, your third game is Alien Army attacks four houses while gluttonous face eats maize pellets. And your fourth game is Latino man with a machine gun is riding on the back of your helicopter. What are my games? <laughs> Why? Not that easy. <laughs> okay. Um, so I have man on back of helicopter shooting a minigun. Yeah. Um, I have... Um, sorry, can you run them... Run yeah. by me so again. you have alien army attacks four houses while gluttonous face eats maize pellets. Uh, mutated bodybuilder has six hour tantrum. And flying okay. sonar rodent apprehends a children's entertainer. Flying sonar rodent. 
Okay. Which game would you value at a thousand, a hundred, ten dollars, or ten cents? So, um, I think the aliens invading with a floating face eating pellets. Um, (laughs) That just sounds so ridiculous and like so much fun to me. I'm going to put that at the $1,000. All right. Um, That just sounds like an all-around good and epic time. Who doesn't want to see four alien armies clashing against humanity? Or I I don't even know if it's humanity. uh, While a giant floating face eats some food. (laughs) Uh, That sounds like fun to me. Uh, Put that at $1,000. Uh, I'll put um, a man in an, uh no, yeah, a man in a helicopter <laughs> uh, at a hundred dollars, and <sighs> was it? There's no, I'd put the rodent, the the sonar rodent, yes, <laughs> at a hundred dollars. Yes. Um, and then the helicopter dude at ten, or no? What were the last two helicopter dude and Helico- what else? mutated bodybuilder has a six-hour tantrum? Okay, yeah, I put that at one cent or ten <laughs> cents, yeah. and uh, yeah, helicopter dude at ten bucks. All right, here's what you bought. So Flying Sonar Rodent Apprehends a Children's Entertainer. Uh, You just bought Arkham Asylum for $100. Um, Mutated Bodybuilder has six-hour tantrum. You just bought The Incredible Hulk for $0.10. That's a good deal. Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alien Army Attacks Four Houses While Gluttonous Face Eats Maze Pellets. Uh, that's the Atari Arcade Anthology for a thousand dollars. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> and finally, Latino man with a machine gun is riding on the back of your helicopter. Uh, you just bought Just Cause for ten bucks. <laughs> right. Okay. And that is how we play. Let's make a Wazdi. <laughs> incredible. I really like that. That's incredible. That's a lot of fun, Mike. Uh, mm, chef kiss. Mwah. Uh, all <laughs> 10 right. out of 10. Would play again. So anyways, time to play. For show and tell, I want to do an imagination station. Um, and that is coming up with spinoffs to popular games. Mm. Um, I, I came up with three popular PC games that were are forever... Um, in the PC gaming Bible, mm. uh, we have StarCraft, Half-Life, and Civilization. And your job is to come up with a genre, a different genre for the game than what it is and what kind of spinoff could come out of it. Okay. Beautiful. So if you need time to think, I already have some ideas of where I want to go with this. 
Um, should, which one do you want us to to, to start with? We, well, we got we got StarCraft, Half Life, and Half-Life Civilization. And Civ. Okay. Um, so for StarCraft, let's just go right down the line. For StarCraft would make an awesome Star Fox type game. Um, where you you just play one pilot, one space fighter pilot, kind of go on an on-rails, obstacle-avoiding adventure through beautiful terrain and just blow up aliens with as fast as you can okay. hit the A button. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, I mean, to, to me, StarCraft has, like, um, like, a similar kind of, like, lore to it that, you know, like, Warhammer and stuff has. Um, so I, I would love to see it reimagined as like a, I don't know, a Skyrim-esque, you know, world building mm. MMO space opera RPG, you know, and between like... Kind of like EVE Online, but it doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> well... Well, not necessarily as open-ended as EVE Online, and, and not even like Elder Scrolls Online, but I would love to, you know, for a dedicated story, a dedicated storyline, you know, taking place within factions, or, you know, almost Halo-esque. Okay. Mm. My thought, uh, I vaguely remember playing this game as a child at my cousin's house. No idea what it's called, but you play in these uh, like sci-fi tanks and you roll around a city and you try and blow up uh, your your opponents in it. I think it was on like the N64 or something. Um, and like all the tanks did different things. Like one of them had like a machine gun instead of a cannon. Uh, another one could do like like. Uh, Somersaults, no. Uh, barrel rolls, like, through the sides of buildings. Um, Are you sure it was it almost Star like... Fox? <laughs> it's a game called Battle... It's called Battle Tanks. Yeah, Battle Tanks. Uh... That's that's what I'm imagining for StarCraft, except, uh, like, you can play as, like, the Protoss or, like, whatever. You have your different factions that you can play as. Uh, and it would play pretty similar to, uh, you know, Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, where as you get your uh, your kills and eliminations, uh, you can upgrade and get better tanks or weapons or uh, play as different uh, people within your faction as you fight through the battle. All right. I like that. You know, it, I, when I think of battle tanks, I kind of think of uh, the those games where you have to do vehicle combat and you have to be the last one standing. Um, Twisted Metal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very similar, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, are we satisfied with StarCraft? Yeah, I think I'm sure. pretty happy with our decisions on that. Here, I'm, I sending, mean, I'm sending some pictures of battle tanks to you guys. Well, yeah, I mean, you need to send them to <laughs> Blizzard. <laughs> I mean, they're the people Absolutely. who need to make this. Yeah, let's make it happen. Yes, this is the game. Battle Tanks. Now, is Battle Tanks... I remember reading uh, a description of this. Is this the one where only women are left alive in the world and they're the ones controlling the tanks? I totally could have made that up. 
I have no idea. If no that idea, is... but that sounds like a million dollar idea. I know. <laughs> I know. Maybe I was watching Tank Girl and then <laughs> I read the description. <laughs> I don't know. Uh where the the war games are like these the high school girls who drive around in like a panzer. Yes. Uh, World uh, War II, but only fought by <laughs> only fought by high school girls. Yep. Okay. So um Half Life. So here's my idea for Half Life. Um you're in control. It's like a it's it's a, a management game where you have to manage uh, Black Mesa. So you 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 hire the scientists. Um, you control the price of the vending machines. You make sure the bathrooms are clean. Um, you have to keep an eye on those uh, anomalies that keep happening. Um, really, that's <laughs> that's the worst part of the game is that like you your scientists accidentally do a few anomalies and now you have to deal with the aliens. Uh, you have to make sure that the med packs are stacked, um, that the pit. Uh, with the large tentacle beast uh, is not hurting anyone. Mm. So so I have two questions for you. Well, one question, Mike. Is this going to play out similar to Zoo Tycoon or is this going to play out more towards like a civilization builder uh, or like a, a town management uh, game? No, like no, no, uh, I want it to like, be... More like, like, I'm sorry, like a... What was that video... What was that video game one where you, you make a video game studio? Oh, Game Tycoon? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. I want okay. it to be floaty and free. Like, I want you to actually help the scientists with their relationship problems if need be. <laughs> okay. Make sure they're good. It's like, it's like, uh, uh, it's like Sims. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The Sims. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Because I was imagining it like Zoo Tycoon, <laughs> where you could trap people into the uh, the alien pits. I mean, I'm sure you could do that. I'm sure that would be a highlight of the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, you couldn't keep your hands off those scientists <laughs> as soon as you got the pistol. <laughs> Incredible. Just right. That's beautiful. And, and you know what the crazy thing is, Half Life is you know just been out for so long, and there's so many mods. You know we're talking, we're, we're probably not even gonna come up with something original. There's probably a mod for what we're talking about out there somewhere. Yeah, probably just download the mod. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, man, uh, for for me, what man, I. <sighs> I think the the cop out answer is I would just release Half Life Three, um, <laughs> but a different genre. <laughs> no, same genre, Half Life Three. <laughs> um, but I uh, no, I uh, for real. Um, no, I I think you gotta do, you know, because you know in Half Life, what's everyone's favorite part of Half Life is driving that moon buggy. And that's why we need a Half-Life kart racer. <laughs> nice. You know, you can oh play, you know, you can play as different, you know, you can play as Black Mesa employees. What's that one? I forgot the scientist's name. The one that's in all the memes. Uh, 
Oh, what's his name? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, yeah. You yeah. get to play the guy that wants to buy him beer. You know, right? the, the, what? The guy who's like, let me buy you that beer. Gordon. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Um, a scientist and, that got taken over by a face tugger. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, but then you know you could drive through these, you know, these crates, and you would get power ups. You know, you could. You know, oh, you can get a control gun. bar that you can bash people with. <laughs> you know, you can get a gravity gun that, like, latches onto someone and it allows you to switch places or, like, a kind of bungee you past them. You can shoot head crabs at people. <laughs> um, you know, I, I feel like this thing has legs. Um, and keep the My physics gosh. and explosion engine in the kart racer. Um, <laughs> and the game actually doesn't have laps. The way that the game works is you keep driving until someone, until everyone except one person is stuck and unable to drive. <laughs> Which is usually when I stop playing Half Life. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's when the physics gets so wonky it becomes unplayable. That's how the level ends. All right. So my idea is actually along the same lines. Uh oh. Uh, but. Rather, instead of a kart racer, I'm thinking of a arcade fighter, uh, <laughs> similar to yes. Super Smash Bros. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, so you're just running around. You have uh, you're fighting as like uh, you know, generic scientist, face hugger, whatever, uh, and you have your different weapons that drop that you can use to fight each other. You know. Uh, I I think that would be a beautiful game. Mm. Yeah, totally on board. We'll just Nintendify the crap out of it. <laughs> you know, the thing that every single PC gamer loves. Yes. yes. Well, it's Absolutely. true. It's true. There's so many clones of Super Smash Brothers. What's one more, right? <laughs> right, yeah. right. Perfect. So, Absolute hear me. Perfection. Hear me out for Civilization. What if Civilization was a history-spanning dating sim? Mike, that was my idea. That was my idea, Mike. No! <laughs> Did you also have Winston Churchill setting up a date with Amelia Earhart? Not Amelia Earhart. I was thinking of, um, what's her name? The Queen of uh, Egypt. Oh, yeah. Cleopatra. Yeah, Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, like Gandhi and Joan of Arc, you have to take each, you have to take each other on a date and like talk about world events together. Yeah. It's just like a uh, yo. I I had an answer, but this is the only right one. That's incredible. That's so uh, funny. I would just, but I would love if it just like. Genghis Khan and like Rosa Parks end up together. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. I just had another idea. What if you play as one person and you have to try and seduce your way through the era? <laughs> just barb your way through. You and President Lincoln are on a meet cute. <laughs> to stop World War II, I have to go on a date. You know, of course, Hitler is like some kind of in, you know, incel. <laughs> like, he's, he's, unlovable. 
He's the hardest one. He's the last boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. So Adam, I just want what is your idea? Even though it can never amount to this. Uh-oh. Adam? Uh-oh. Hello. Hello. Can you hear us? I can hear Adam trying to talk upstairs. Oh, no. Well, apparently Adam's idea was so... Uh, it got censored. We're getting censored by the networks because our idea is amazing. Oh, no. here comes Adam. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, our idea one. was so strong. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so painful to see him try to get back on, but at least he ended on a high note. All right, I'm going to talk slow and let's see if Adam can get on by the time I finish speaking. So, Dan, what did you think of all those games? I think that it was a good idea. Excellent. <laughs> I would play all of them for hundreds of hours. Yes, all those ideas are the $1,000 choices. Like the, that dating sim game? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it could be an open sandbox where you're just marrying off people of history. It sounds like everything Hearts of Iron wanted. Right, right. Date your way through history. <laughs> oh, wow. I, oh, oh yeah. yes. You're through a wind tunnel, but I can hear you. Adam's back. My, my Discord on my laptop just poof. Oh, no. That's your computer's way of saying you need to get to work. For, for a little bit more, but... Um, I'm sorry. I, I, um, I, just, I guess I just wanted to say, yeah, no, it's a, a what an incredible idea, Mike. The dating sim. Mm-hmm. And once again, do the video companies do they listen to us? No. The closest, the closest to our game has to be the, the, the switch. Uh, Steam dating game, uh, Dream Daddies. <laughs> uh, which, that's pretty sad when that's the reference game. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess another one is the, uh, the KFC dating game, where you try <laughs> yes. to date Colonel Sanders. Yes, and they say there's no good PC games out now. Hitler dating sim. <laughs> is, is that a real thing? Uh, <laughs> man, video gamers love hooking up Hitler. If I had a nickel for every game. 
why. So. Anyways, as our internet it's breaks very down. Yeah. Um, I think this is a great time to close. Uh, any any final notes? Right at the right at the end. Uh, well, uh, I'm not hearing anything from Dan. And yeah. I think Adam. <laughs> Adam's computer is slowly dying. Yes. So I'm gonna call it. Um, it's 2:51. The internet is officially dead. Uh, check the autopsy to see the report. Uh, thank you for joining uh, Warriors of Wazdi, or as they call it in the other place, Wazd. Um, Wazd. Wazd. Anyways, if you get the reference, you know, then you know. Um, <laughs> and if you don't, I am, you don't. Yep. I'm Middle Click Mike. I'm Alt-Tab Adam. And I'm Diesel Only Dan. <laughs> yeah.